Thursday morning on Dave and Darren in the morning. It's time to talk to Mike Schultz. He is the movie critic and an editor at the River Cities Reader. And he joins us here live in the Awake Coffee Company studios. Welcome back, Mike. It is good to be here as always. Hello, and he gents. drove himself here. I did. I drove myself in my own car and everything. It was very exciting. Happy February to us all. I mean, it's a weird time in the motion picture industry because they don't put a lot of movies out in January. Yeah. And you've said that lately it seems like they're putting better movies out in January. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't been bad at all. Um, it's But it's been a little light the past couple of weeks um, where I... We're, this week we only got one movie, and it was actually a 2023 release that we're just getting. <clears throat> the weekend before, I don't think there was anything new except for that sci-fi movie ISS. And I was wondering why that was, and it finally dawned on me. Six months of Hollywood strikes will do that. Yeah. I keep forgetting that we still have to deal with the ramifications of there being a whole half of ye- half of a year with nothing being filmed. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you were starting to film something in... May, June for a January, February release. That didn't happen. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting the next few months. Yeah, we'll see. Well, let's talk about the movies that you saw since the last time we had a chance to talk. And the big one really was this movie, Origin. Origin, yes. This is the one. uh, It's actually a last year release um, about an author named Isabel Wilkerson who is doing research on the idea of global systemic oppression. Uh, trying to explore how racism in America is not necessarily based on skin color. It's based on caste. Uh, It's based on the idea that there are people going back thousands of years, that there are just people who are better than other people. And so it explores uh, the caste system in India. It explores Nazi Germany. It explores uh, the Jim Crow laws and kind of studies how how this has always been, and you can't you can't blame racism, for instance, on oppression in India, where everybody is the same color. Mm-hmm. You know, um, fascinating movie, and but also a really uh, really entertaining melodrama because it's base, it's uh, kind of styled as a story of the creation of the book. So it's both an adaptation of the book and telling how she wrote the book in the first place. So the author Isabel is a character in the movie, the lead character played by Ingenue Ellis Taylor, who's great. And so you get to see basically a reenactment of the nonfiction book it's based on and a story on its origin, on its creation. It was fascinating. Mm. Ava DuVernay film, yeah. It's got John Bernthal in it, who we love, and uh, Niecy Nash and Audra McDonald, Nick Offerman, uh, and Donna Mills from Knott's Landing. Oh, wow. I mean, Vera Farmiga, it's a deep bench. It's a lot of people who show up for like two minutes tops. but it's really good, and it's opening today, uh, tomorrow, at Last Picture House. Okay. It is leaving the Davenport Cineplex and going uh, downtown instead. So seems very like, much worthwhile. Seems like a movie that's more suited for The Last Picture House. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll do well there. It should, at least. It's great. Right on. And then you did some catching up? I did. Yeah, I saw three streaming titles that were all up for Oscars that I had not seen before. And I was like, eh, let's try to be a completist this year and see everything that got nominated. Best animated feature nominee, Nimoa. Nimona. Nim- uh, yes. Nimona. I've never heard of this. Yeah, it's based on a graphic novel. Um, it's about like a futuristic medieval kingdom, basically, where this knight is accused of murdering the queen, uh, which turns out to be an inside deal that uh, gets him in all sorts of trouble. And this shape shifting character named Nimona, who's like a little kind of little high school punk who turns into walruses and elephants and whales and things. It was delightful. It was really, really very funny. 
Uh, it's got a lot of it's got a lot of good inside jokes. There's a, or not inside jokes, but just kind of clever things. Uh, there's a sign in town hall where if you see something, slay something, which made me happy. <laughs> and so it's filled with like wordplay and stuff like that. But it's really well done. It's Riz Ahmed who we love as the hero. And uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, who are not always crazy about. Was this in theaters? Uh, no, this just went to Netflix. Okay. Uh, it opened June last year. It's been yeah. a long time, but I never saw a single ad for it. No. And uh, until it got nominated, I was going to just skip it. And then uh, I'm glad I sat through it. It was great fun. It was good you time. also saw a movie called American Symphony. Yeah, this is also Netflix. This is the documentary on John Baptiste uh, talking about... It starts with the week he got nominated for 11 Grammys mm-hmm. uh, in 2022, I want to say, uh, which was the same week that his wife, who is um, an award-winning New York Times journalist, uh, was diagnosed with leukemia for the second time and had to undergo a second bone marrow transplant. Oh, no. So it kind of goes between, and he's also writing this symph- this composition called American Symphony that he's going to perform one night only at Carnegie Hall. So you've got... It basically, the three running line, uh, you know, kind of storylines are prepping for the Grammys yeah. and dealing with his tours, uh, writing this symphony, and dealing with his wife being in the hospital the whole time. And it is, uh, it is a kind of a symphonic movie in in terms of uh, what it covers, and it's uh, it's about the love of art and the love of family and the love of uh, your romantic partner, and it's gorgeously done, really well done documentary. Not nominated for best documentary, oddly enough. Nominated for Best Original Song instead. But uh, John Batiste is a great subject for a movie. He's a lot of fun. He's, he's really charismatic. You mentioned Best Original Song. The, yeah. uh, the Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie <laughs> nominated for Best uh, Original which, Song. Which means I had to see it. You did. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, and? Now, I just, just, just as a sidebar, though, yeah. because this is always fascinating. The song from the, the Flaming Hot Cheetos movie is the... Is the well, let's get the review out of the way. Is the movie any good? Not really, no. But it's also not bad. It's it's completely harmless. It's a it's like Air, the Air Jordan movie, but a little dumber. Um, but it's got that same kind of lighthearted spirit. It's got a good lead performance. Uh, and Tony Schlub's a lot of fun as the head of Frito Lay. But it's not worth anything. But really. the song is written by Diane Warren. Yeah. Now Diane Warren has been nominated for best song. <laughs> 15 times. 15 times. And she's never won. No. She won an honorary Oscar a couple of years ago, but never once in the in the competition. She's and the Susan Lucci she of is. Best Original Song. Very much. Yes, she's but the, she broke through, didn't she? Susan Lucci did end up winning she eventually. Did. Yeah. On like, what, nomination 18 or something like right. that? So Diane's right. got a ways to go. But she has been nominated nine times out of the last 10 years for Best Original Song. And so... When you do uh, predictions, as some of us do, yeah. you just go with the Diane Warren song. Just do it, because even Flamin' Hot is now an Oscar nominee because Diane Warren wrote yeah. a song for it. So uh-huh. you just, you just kind of know going in. Uh, and the song is fine. <laughs> they're it's- all fine, you know? I, I, I'm not sure I've ever heard a terrible Diane Warren song. I'm sure they're out there, but, you know. That used to yeah. be a category that I paid a lot more attention to because, well, there used to be a lot more songs. And there really did. I mean, movies. I was thinking about. Do you remember '84, where the lineup was uh, the Ghostbusters theme song, uh, Footloose, "Let's Hear It for the Boy," "Against All Odds," "Against All Odds." Well done, Darren. And uh, the Stevie Wonder number that won. Oh yeah, I, I just, just called, called to say, say I, love I love you from yeah. the Woman in Red. The, uh, well done, yes, Gene yes. and Gilda at their best. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, but I mean that's those were your five nominees. Those are all classics. Every single one of those, you know. Well, they're all radio hits. They're all radio hits, exactly. And uh, 
yeah, and so we didn't get close to that again this year. We had a Billie Eilish song that's going to win, I'm sure, from Barbie. Um, but the rest of it's it's just it's it's now the filler category. There's really nothing exciting about it anymore, and no reason to care. If yeah. if Billie Eilish wins again, that'll be back to back Oscar wins for her for best song. There was a year in between. Oh, um, was there? Yeah, last year um, a song from RRR won big Indian uh, really number. and uh, but the James Bond was the year before that. Okay, but she to... will be the youngest person to ever the youngest person to get two Academy Awards uh, by her whatever her age is now. So. I was yeah. a, I was yeah, a much Tatum bigger fan. Just got the one. She just got the one. <laughs> Indeed. I was, <laughs> I was a bigger fan of the theme song to the Woman in Red. Remember that, Stevie Wonder? Yeah. Woman in red, woman in red, like fine wine. She's going to my head. That was a song. Uh-huh. Never released that as a single, and I wow. thought it was a mistake. Yeah. Forty years ago, they could have done. They could have had a, a twofer for what nominees. Are you, what, yeah. are you, what are you doing? Wow. You got a couple of movies well you got to see, including this Argyle, which I uh, it, it, I just don't know what to tell you. And about again, this. this looks like, I said, this looks like The Kingsman. Yeah, and it's by The Kingsman creator, well, Matthew, then, Matthew Vaughn. It's from got the that twisted same... mind of Matthew Vaughn oh, comes yeah. Argyle. Now, you didn't care for those. A no. razor witted, <laughs> reality bending, globe encircling spy thriller. Bryce Dallas Howard is Ellie Conway the reclusive author of a series of best-selling espionage novels whose idea of bliss is a night at home with her computer and her cat, Alfie. But when the plots of Ellie's fictional books, which center on a secret agent Argyle and his mission to unravel a global spy syndicate, begin to mirror the covert actions of a real-life spy organization, quiet evenings at home become a thing of the past. Mm, There you go. Well, Rotten Tomatoes (sighs) is not loving this. That's what I hear, yeah. It's got a heck of a cast, but wow! But man, I'm so tired of this movie already. They've been they've been pushing this thing for six months. Yeah. Before every movie I see, there's right. an Argyle trailer. Right. Oh, it looks. It, I'm already exhausted. Yeah. But I will be theoretically, if I get to go back to Chicagoland to visit the parents this mm-hmm. weekend, I will be taking mom because mom wants to see it yeah. because it's got Catherine O'Hara. Uh, End of yeah. story. Yep. You know, there we go. That's usually all I need. Right? That's good. I good what season. are the chances it surprises you? Doesn't sound oh, good. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, because. Doesn't sound good. I don't, I, I don't like a single one of Matthew Vaughn's movies at all. What beyond else did he do? The, um, he made the Kick Ass series, didn't he? Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he's, he's exhausting. But I, and I also heard there are already two sequels planned for this. So. We'll see. I mean, and I, I think it has to make like five hundred million to break even or something. And Ooh. I mean, globally, which I guess is possible if there's nothing else to see, people might go. Oh. There's another movie opening at Fifty Third Street called Scrambled. Yeah, yeah. Quintessential bridesmaid Nellie Robinson constantly finds herself between weddings, baby showers, and bad dates when she begins to feel like the clock is ticking and is faced with bleak romantic prospects. Nellie decides to freeze her eggs. That's the movie. Yeah, this is a comedian I don't know. Wrote and directed it and stars Leah in McKendrick. It. Yeah, Leah McKendrick. I don't know her. Yeah, I'm not familiar either. Okay. We're also getting the one I'm most excited about at Last Picture House this weekend, The Zone of Interest. Now, The Zone is finally opening. of Interest is one we've been hearing about a, for a long oh, time yeah. here. I can't wait. Uh, this, is, this is another Holocaust movie? It or? is. Okay. Yeah. This is the... Uh, it's up for Best Picture, Director, Screenplay, Foreign Film. This is the one that's all about... Uh, the, the family that has the German family that has a house like right 
right in the backyard of Auschwitz. Oh, boy. And so you never see anything from the concentration camp, but you just hear background noise while these kids are playing in the yard and oh, mom's doing laundry. No, and it sounds, it sounds horrifying. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. But I've been looking, I, I was freakily looking forward to this for a really long time. And it sounds like the movie to see at Last Picture House for the great sound again, the great sound quality might be, I mean, it might be unbearable, but, yeah. but it'll sound like something. We should also point out that Last Picture House starting uh, tomorrow and then on uh, Saturday and Sunday as well. They'll have screenings of the Bill Murray movie Groundhog Day. <laughs> I, I did see that. Which is perfect. That's great. Absolutely yeah. perfect. Yeah. Don't tell me you forgot about Groundhog Day because it sure as heck fire hasn't forgotten about you. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. He good choice. He is Mike Schultz. You can read his reviews of the movies that we've talked about every uh, every Thursday when it comes out, right? The uh, well, I guess, that's it. I guess online it comes out earlier yeah you online know. it comes daily yeah there's yeah. always something new rcreader.com yeah. is the website and the river cities reader where uh, mike's got to go deliver some no, of those, uh, those, be a those, new pa- those papers a new one right today now. off i go he is mike schultz mike thanks for coming in thank you